Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We have returns, call-ups, redrafts, and a surprise WWE title match on the Raw After Mania. We'll get into all of that. Plus, I'm going to introduce you to the wrestling fan that nearly made it to WrestleMania 36. For Tuesday, April the 7th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Bianca Belair, the EST of NXT, is the EST of WWE. And not only am I the strongest, the toughest, the roughest, the quickest, the greatest, the best, but I'm the fastest. And you can't outrun me. Oh, and the DDT by Nia Jax. Could this be it? Nia Jax dominant in her return to Raw. My oh, McIntyre's fired up now. Is Drew McIntyre set to defend the WWE Championship? The Big Show trying to promote the champion. And yes, indeed, Byron, the WWE title is on the line. So Raw After Mania proves to be still an intriguing bit of WWE television. Despite everything that is going on on planet Earth right now, it was a show that was filled with some surprises, some returns, some call-ups, and an unexpected championship match. Uh, We will start with the return of Nia Jax uh, after a year away. She beat Deanna Perrazzo in very quick order and showed off her brand new finisher, which is Paige's old finisher, the Rampage, which is that cradle uh, package DDT that Paige used to do. Paige tweeted about it and said uh, she has given the blessing to Nia Jax to do that move. And it's a move that fits Nia Jax really well when you think about it, because it, it gets to show off her strength by putting a bear hug on and then dropping the opponent on their head. Works absolutely fine. But yeah, it's been a a weird old time for Nia Jax. Spent an entire year away from the ring after repairing both of her ACLs. Uh, It was back on the 12th of April 2019 where she said on Twitter, unfortunately, I've been pushing through some pain over the last year due to injuries in my knees and will now be undergoing surgery to repair both of my ACLs. She is fully recovered and back in the mix on WWE Raw. Not only did we have Nia Jax return, but we had an official call-up to Monday nights for one Bianca Belair. She showed up at WrestleMania to help out the Street Profits, and she did the same thing again tonight, and they ended up having a six-person tag team match, which cements the arrival of Bianca Belair. I mean, that 
and the promo where she said, I go here now, kind of says that Bianca Belair is now officially part of the mix on Monday nights. And you know what? She's a really solid choice to do it as well. Belair has just been lighting up NXT for well over a year now. And it's now very much her time to come and do the same on Monday nights. I was kind of hoping that maybe we may see more stuff between her and Charlotte. Now that Charlotte's the NXT Women's Champion, maybe I thought Bianca Belair could be somebody to go after Charlotte in, in absence of Rhea Ripley to kind of defend the honour of NXT. I mean, we could still see that. That's still a potential thing that could happen simply because uh, Charlotte is going to bounce between raw and nxt so we could still see a bit of that but we will see uh she had a, a back and forth with selena vega in this match maybe there's some stuff they're going to work on with uh austin theory and angel garza and selena vega but we will see either way it's great to see bianca belair on monday nights we also saw a smackdown star move to raw uh, apollo cruz faced alistair black in and it's weird saying this in the match of the night last night on Raw, just because, and it's no disrespect to Apollo Crews, but he's a guy that's been such an afterthought in WWE for so long now that the idea of him having the top match on an episode of television was a real surprise. Him and Alistair Black went nearly 30 minutes on Raw. Uh, the story behind Crews coming in, in terms of storyline, felt a bit weak. Uh, they they kind of sort of have explained it away on commentary by saying that... Uh, there was a draft pick for Raw that was about to expire. So it's almost like, oh, we've got this voucher to use. It runs out tomorrow. Let's use it quickly on Apollo Crews. That's how it felt. I don't think they meant it like that, but that was certainly how it felt. He'd had a bit of an uninspiring run on SmackDown, uh, teaming up with Shorty G on a couple of occasions, but uh, getting battered by Sheamus was, was a main highlight. So here it is to Apollo Crews having himself a strong run on Monday Night Raw. That'd be great. We also had a surprise WWE title match on Monday Night Raw last night. So we had footage from the, the WrestleMania Sunday night two. And after WrestleMania went off the air, we got to see what happened 20 minutes later. And it turns out the big show came out and challenged Drew McIntyre to a WWE title match after WrestleMania went off the air. I know. Apparently that was the thing. So we got to watch that on, on uh, Monday Night Raw last night as well. Drew McIntyre defending against a returning Big Show. Of course, Big Show on TV because he's got himself a, a sitcom to promote. The Big Show show is landing on Netflix imminently and will be something that you will binge watch to your displeasure in a short while's time. I'm, in, I'm very intrigued by the Big Show show. I'm going to make the good lady watch it with me over a couple of days. That's, that's going to be a thing that happens. And there's nothing she can do about it. Uh, everything that went down on Monday Night Raw, uh, I talk about on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch that in a short while. In fact, it will probably be on by the time you hear this. Raw Graded uh, will be on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. We'll break down everything that went down on Monday Night Raw, me and you. And Ross will be here a bit later on as well with all the weird and wonderful moments from Monday Night Raw uh, in WTF moments. That'll be on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later on. WWE's plans going forward may have made a change uh, for the better. And I, and I mean that in the better in the current climate. So this comes from WrestleVotes. So before we get into that, so the way that it stands is they were looking to film SmackDown at an undisclosed location on Friday. And after that, they weren't too sure. Presumably if this undisclosed location works out for them, they could film a whole bunch of TV shows there. But according to WrestleVotes, 
uh, they say the following. We're hearing that both SmackDown on the 10th and Raw on the 13th will be live from the Performance Center. It seems like WWE will indeed push on with no break this time coming. Tonight's Raw, last night's Raw, and this week's NXT have already been taped. Uh, there was some concern that we wouldn't get a SmackDown on Friday, but it looks as if we are going to get something for SmackDown. Uh, we'll see what shape that takes as uh, we get closer down the, down the road. Everything changes day by day at the moment, so we'll keep tabs on that for you. Uh, there was something to celebrate over WrestleMania weekend. According to Nielsen Social, WrestleMania scored 13.8 million total social media interactions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which is up a shocking 57% against last year's WrestleMania. It is the most talked about WWE event in history. Two words, Boneyard match. Boneyard match absolutely did that, I believe. Drew McIntyre uh, was having a chat uh, with the BBC and he was talking about becoming WWE champion and he said that he's been discussing with WWE possibilities to defend the championship on a pay-per-view held in the UK. He was asked about upcoming plans as well as this, which we'll get to in just a second. Uh, Drew has said, I want to get an open top bus and drive from the top of Scotland to the bottom of England and just promote WWE like crazy. Uh, the UK hasn't hosted one of WWE's main pay-per-views in nearly 30 years. And Drew says, I'm going to make that happen. I made this happen, becoming the first ever British champion. So I will make the pay-per-view happen too. Who could he face? at a British WWE pay-per-view. Well, uh, Tyson Fury threw down the challenge to face Drew McIntyre. And, and Drew McIntyre res responded by saying, that would be interesting. But when everything starts resuming back to normal and I get the chance to come back to the UK, I want to bring this title back. Maybe to defend it against Tyson Fury. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Congratulations to Michael Cole, who's gone and got himself a promotion within WWE. He now has a brand new corporate title as Vice President of Announcing. This comes from PW Insider. He's been with the WWE since 1997, 23 years. Uh, he's worked as a lead announcer. He's been a character on TV. Uh, he's been the main voice of WWE for a long time now. Uh, the longest tenured Monday Night Raw commentator. You always assume that's Jim Ross, don't you? You always assume it's Jim Ross, but no, it's uh, it's Michael Cole. Amazing stuff. Well done on becoming the vice president of announcing. If you need something to binge watch on Netflix, WWE's movie The Main Event debuts on Friday. This is the story of a 10-year-old boy who gets superpowers when he puts on a Lucha Libre mask. Now, a lot of talent in this movie uh, is from the WWE, and uh, I am excited for this mainly because we understand that Keith Lee has quite a major role in the film. So, for me, that's enough to keep me entertained. AEW have announced the signing of Anna Jay. She'll be working with the company going forward. Uh, she is a native of Georgia. Uh, she made her debut last Wednesday on Dynamite in a losing effort to Hikaru Shida. 
she is a student of the QT Marshall Training School, where the wrestling show was held on Wednesday. So it was a, it was a perfect timing uh, for Anna Jay to get to wrestle for Dynamite on a worldwide platform in the ring that she's been training in. And she impressed so many people that she now works for AEW, which is really wonderful. She's pretty new to the business, uh, but she's just had this, this immediate connection with it so much so that AEW won her on the books so congratulations to Anna J. and finally hi I'm Charlie Adorno also known as Ringside Charlie and I've been to every Wrestlemania since the first one and I'll probably still keep going until the day I die this is world famous Staten Island home of a million Italian restaurants a lot of parks and a lot of deer but it's a great place to live it's a lot quieter than the other boroughs I've lived here for uh, 25 years. Well, it all started going to wrestling in Madison Square Garden when I was young, and into 1980, continually going to Madison Square Garden, we found out that there was gonna be WrestleMania. And so many people thought it would just be a one-time thing. Next year, it was in Nassau Coliseum. It was in three locations. We went to Long Island, close to home. Third year, okay, it's in Michigan. All right, let's fly out to Michigan and ended up being probably my favorite WrestleMania to this day. And just became every year back to Atlantic City in New Jersey, close to home, Atlantic City again. And every year it's a destination and me and my friends go and we have a great time. So people always ask me, have you really been to every WrestleMania? People find it hard to believe that after 35 years that I've been to every WrestleMania. And yes, I have been to every WrestleMania and can prove it because here's all the ticket stubs from all the WrestleManias that I've been to. And if you watch on a lot of the videotapes from back in the day, you can see me ringside at all the WrestleManias. Show us what a WrestleMania 1 ticket looks like. So not too many people have seen this because not too many are out there that exist any longer. But this is an actual ticket for WrestleMania 1. And within an hour, it was sold out. So I was happy to be a part of WrestleMania 1 and continued going to this day. Ringside Charlie, as he's better known, has the WrestleMania streak that outstreaks The Undertaker. He has been at 35 past WrestleMania events and he nearly made it to 36. He came closer than you or I ever could, right? So it has been revealed uh, by Sports Illustrated that WWE did consider bringing in some fans to the Performance Center for the tapings of WrestleMania 36. There was a plan to sort of build the place up a little bit. I don't know whether you could bulk the whole place out, but you could certainly put some extra people in there. WWE contacted uh, a few particular people to be a part of it, and one of those names was Ringside Charlie. Uh, and Charlie goes on to say, a couple of people internally wanted me to come along. They even said that if some fans were allowed in, I'd be at the top of their list. So there was definitely talk about the possibility. But with all the strict guidelines, they were already at capacity for the amount of people they could have in the building. And it just wasn't meant to be. If it was possible, I would have been there. Ringside, Charlie, the streak is over, my friend. I'm gutted for you. <laughs> See you at WrestleMania 37. And that'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News podcast for today. If you check out the podcast feed right now, a little bit earlier than expected, as a little gift uh, to you from us, 
a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. It is a watch-along special. Myself and Matthew Gregg have sat and watched Royal Rumble 2000. It's part of our Smackdown timeline. And uh, you can now watch along with us if you download the podcast. And check out the YouTube channel later on today uh, as we will have not just graded for Raw WTF moments for Raw, but reactions from WrestleMania Night 1 are forthcoming. You'll get to see how all of us reacted in our own homes, together apart, to the weirdest granddaddy of them all, of them all. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.